Hey everyone, welcome to episode 109 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. July in Florida, otherwise known as the flu season, is in full swing. It hit me hard the last two days, but back on the mend just in time for barbecue, fireworks, otherwise known as Independence Day. Happy 4th of July to each of you, and hopefully we each find a moment to reflect on all the good in our country, in our lives, in our homes, in our families. No matter the things that divide us, hopefully we can look into the good side and the silver lining that this country has provided to each of us. Last week was part two of our Vision 2020 series where we decided that God calls us to love people. Doesn't get much clearer than that, but it won't always be fun and easy because love is readiness to serve. And love is setting aside one's life for another. But because while we were actively not God's people, he sent his son to love us and to lay down his life for us. And he now invites us not to easy church. He invites us to be in his church and to love people. As always, if you have missed an episode or one of the messages that correspond to our podcast, you can find everything you need in the episode notes by swiping up. If you're on iTunes, you can click on episodes at hospitalchurch.org slash podcast. All the links to everything current and past are all there. And of course, as always, the easiest way to find everything you need is the Hospital Church mobile app, which is hospitalchurch.org slash F-H-C-A-P-P. And... Speaking of last week, we had some feedback on Facebook from that message and from that podcast. It came from Claudia Guthrie, who said, absolutely enjoyed this podcast. I was asking myself, at what point will I stop attending groups, meetings, Bible studies, seminars, and other training on how to win souls and just get up and go out there and win souls? Forgive me for being so blunt, but I think the time is now. FHC has really inspired me like no other church experience I've had. Thank you for all you do. God is blessing. I'm happy to be a part of this church family. Every once in a while, you get some feedback that just resonates and hits close to home when you have those same feelings, which I think a lot of us here at Florida Hospital Church have those same feelings. So thank you, Claudia, so much for your feedback. And as always, if you have any feedback, you can always do that on social media, through Facebook, through Twitter, through Instagram, and of course, through the Hospital Church mobile app, which we just gave you that link. And you can reach out to us anytime with your comments. But I would agree with you wholeheartedly, 100%. We are a church about getting outside of our walls. And I'm glad that that message resonated with you. All right. This week, we are on to Jesus Rescues and Connor Yonkers is here with us today. Hello, everyone. Hello. It's July 3rd. It's not time for fireworks tonight. Nope. Do have one more day. Dear Altamont Springs. Yep. Hate to keep bringing this up year after year, but it's not July 4th. So please, 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 <laughs> could you move it till July 4th? I would definitely attend. But anyway. <laughs> All right. So Jesus Rescues. Now, you were involved with, this was, of course, VBS week here at Florida Hospital Church. Do you by chance know how many kids we had in attendance? Um, I don't know the exact number. Yeah. I think it was over 100. Um, I Yeah, I would guess maybe about 120 to 150, somewhere in between there. Okay. All right. Well, now, I did ask Megan if she wanted to be on today, too. And she's like, oh, I wish I could have talked about BBS. I'm yeah. in Miami. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, Miami. Oh, boo. That sounds like more fun than being here at the church sitting and doing a podcast, doesn't it? But what about Jesus Rescues? How was that leading up to your message? What was it about the week that kind of did any of that play into your message as you were preparing for it? Or did you already kind of have that set in place? 
You know, I was thinking about what I was going to preach on, and I was praying about it. Um, and God really talked to me in a way in saying you should share your story. Okay. Um, because I think we all have a story. We all have a story of how Jesus has rescued us. And so I, it just came to my mind, like, I need to share my story. I only have one chance to preach at Florida Hospital Church. That's and I'm right. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I want people to know who I am and, and understand where I come from. And I want to share my testimony. And, you know, God really affirmed that. And so, you know, like I was listening to all the different themes, like when you struggle, Jesus rescues. Yeah. Um, when you feel alone, Jesus rescues all these things. And those are all things that I've experienced. But I wanted to add on to that, not just choose one of those different topics, but I wanted to I wanted to go deeper on a personal level for me and be relatable in a way that's that I can have people relate to my own life and what I've gone through. So that's where I kind of came up with the idea, just with my own personal testimony, Jesus rescues us from ourselves. Nice, nice. Now, for those that may not have caught up with the message and may not have a chance to, give us a synopsis of what your story was. Because it was, it, was uh, it was very interesting and it was very like, okay, how does this end? He's still here and he's preaching, so yeah. we, we, we know it ends up okay, but... Yeah, when I was a freshman in high school, my heart just started pounding. Um, in class, it just it just got it just started pounding faster and faster, and so I got up out of the classroom, was rushing down the hall to go to the bathroom because I I didn't know where else to go. I wanted to like be alone because I didn't know what was going to happen, and I I literally thought my heart was going to stop. Um, oh, I, yeah, and so when I was rushing down the hallway, I I was losing consciousness, and I was like, oh no, like am I dying? Like I was honestly super scared. And so that was the last thing I remembered. I actually had passed out and I ended up going to the hospital and had a bad concussion. Oh, and no, yeah. Man. Insult to injury. Yeah. I actually, I actually couldn't retain information for about an hour. Cause like I kept asking like what happened repeatedly and they kept telling me and I, I wouldn't remember. So I don't remember any of that time in between. I just remember passing out in the hallway or losing consciousness while I was walking down the hall and then I remember waking up on a stretcher going into the hospital. Wow. And there was, a, there was like an hour time in between that that I don't remember. And so, but when I went to the hospital, they saw something on my heart monitor and they were like, you need to get this checked out because this could be serious. And I did a bunch of tests the next year and a half. And sure enough, they were almost certain that I had a heart condition known as Wolf-Parkinson's-White syndrome, which is okay. also known as WPW. And that basically is you have extra electrical pathways in your heart that shoot adrenaline to your heart. Whoa. Yeah. So you're like superhero status and you don't even know. Basically, yeah. Superhero status. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. And so basically that can just, your heart can just be triggered to have an, an adrenaline rush randomly. So has this happened again? This has not happened ever since. That was the only time I've ever experienced that. So there's nothing like you have to do. There's nothing you have to, you're not taking medication. It was just one of these really weird things. It was one of those really weird things. I, I see a cardiologist every other year. Just to be sure. Just that, to be sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. nothing can hurt in that. Uh, well, I liked it because it was a story that caught your attention. Mm -hmm. There's drama. Yeah. There's a little bit of the unknown. And I think all of those things apply because when we're talking about Jesus rescues in, in the story that you used, I absolutely loved the story of David, I think it's one of probably a lot of people's favorite stories. Right. 
But why do we have to go so far down to realize that what we want, what we need is a new heart? Mm. I mean, David is, was, you know, has become known as a man after God's own heart. Right. This guy had so much baggage and so much garbage in his heart. And I think it gives me hope Mm. for my own heart because that someone could ignore God for so long. And it's different when, yeah, in your own life, you're kind of like, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm fine. Right. I'm not like that. Right. But then you can watch the story of David. And eventually he comes back around and his lasting legacy, he's known as the man after God's own heart. Yeah, even after all that stuff. And I loved how you used that to make that point. You, you had this really good story, personal personal journey, personal story. And then it just kind of meshes with, oh, yeah, you know, like your heart's pretty important. Yeah. And without it, you can die. You can get a really bad concussion. Right. You can, you know, all these things. And I, I really felt like that made the story more relatable, not mm. only to the kids, but I think to the adults as well. Because, again, I think we just sometimes look across to other people and it's very easy to judge and, and all mm. those things. But when you look at yourself, we always give ourselves a little bit of a break because nobody knows exactly what we go through. Right. Right. Nobody, nobody's walked a mile in our shoes. Mm-hmm. And so as imperfect people like David, how do we most effectively try to share this good news without people seeing through our own faults? And just throwing away the message because they see the deviant David in us. They see the Bathsheba David mm-hmm. in us. What do you think is a good way for us to not let ourselves get bogged down mm-hmm. in our own our own junk, and our own baggage, if we right. look too close, to stop us from doing that? But once we're doing it, so often you get the thing, you get people saying, well, ah, those Christians, they talk a good talk, but do they really walk the walk? And then mm-hmm. they can point to a thousand examples where people fall and to the Christian, that's not unexpected, and it shouldn't be to anybody else. Right, but right. is there a way that we can approach people that once they know that we're Christian without them saying, oh, gosh, <laughs> here it comes. He's going to try to – he's going to talk about Jesus to me. Yeah. What do I do? I think one of the things that turns people off from Christians is the fact that I don't think Christians give that portrayal like that they can be relatable when I was preparing this message, I wanted to be as relatable as possible and never give the portrayal that, like, I'm better than anybody else. Right. Because um, I, I go through my own stuff. I know that daily I need to ask for a clean heart because I can't live life without Jesus. <laughs> um, and I've learned that over the years. And so I don't want anybody to ever think that just because I'm up there preaching, just because I walk with Jesus doesn't mean that I'm not perfect. And I think... It's hard for people who are not Christian to see Christians as acting like I'm perfect and stuff because I think a lot of Christians and I I think SDAs can portray like that they may be better than somebody else, even if they don't truly believe that. Sure. I think it needs to be something that's really intentional that we actually do try and be relatable um, because we all have different stories. Like I know for me, I have so many examples in life where I've messed up and I've needed Jesus to clean my heart up. Sure, And I, I want to be able to share that and share my testimony and be an example of, of how Jesus has changed my life. Yeah. So, so would you call yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Where would you put yourself on the scale? You know, I'm an extrovert, but like I'm a quiet extrovert. So it's real, it's real tricky. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious because a lot of times we talk about, you know, you kind of have to put yourself out there. For sure. And that can be just absolutely a mind-numbing, stop-you-in-your-tracks proposition for Mm -hmm. 
even some extroverts. Right. There's like, <laughs> you're going to ask me to go out and say whatever or do whatever. And it's easy to say, yeah, yeah, you just got to talk to people. You just got to share the love. You got to share the good news mm-hmm. and let the Holy Spirit do the rest. But if you've never really felt the Holy Spirit work through you or you've never actually seen it or you don't realize that you've seen it, mm-hmm. that can be a difficult thing to go out and start conversations about God and about Jesus. For sure. And like, or, you know, the whole devil, the devil loves to get us and well, don't start conversations because you probably don't really know all the answers <laughs> anyway. And you're going to look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that whole thing. But I love how you unpacked in the create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. And the word for create being, is it bara? Bara, yeah. And that word being used in Genesis and the creation story and that it's only something God can do. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. You know, those are the those are the small pieces that when people say, why do you believe in creation? Why do you believe in God? Why do you believe in Jesus? Why do you think any of this matters? Right. Because you fall and, you know, they don't use the word sin typically, but you do crap just like I do. Yeah. Right. And so... These are the kind of things that over time as you build these little bits and pieces and your mind goes back to them and you're like, yeah, all this stuff starts to make sense and only stuff that God can do. And that should free us from a lot of this stuff that we carry unnecessarily Mm -hmm. and allow us to be more transparent, shouldn't it? For sure. Yeah. You said that this isn't simply a repair or bandage, but a replacement. Mm -hmm. So how do we help someone who may have just come to this realization that, you know what, I need a major change in my life. And maybe even that God, I don't know, maybe he's the answer or maybe this God could be a thing. Right. And this Jesus guy that's supposed to be rescuing people or maybe, I don't Mm. know, does he only rescue Christians? Yeah. But this isn't second nature to them. And no one likes to be preached to. How do we help bring that conversation around with love and compassion like Mm. we really want to? Man, you do, you really bring up a good topic because I think that's, that's super important in today's world. If somebody came to me and they weren't necessarily Christian or they were struggling to understand that yeah. God was real and they, they had issues and they were finally coming to me saying, you know, I may kind of want to give this God thing a chance. I First off, I get super excited for them. But I think what has always helped me is building a relationship with that person first, having that sure. that friendship and saying, even if you are struggling with God and anything, like just know that no matter what, I'm here to pray with you. If you want me to pray with you, I'm here to help support you because I've been through stuff just like you've been through stuff. Sure. And so I want to give suggestions. I want to be there for your emotional support. And I think showing Jesus can often be the way that they experience Jesus. Excellent. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who are no longer Christian of any sort. Mm-hmm. Um, some used to be Adventist, some non-Adventist. But just through the church and legalism and, I mean, a lot of other factors, not to throw rocks at anyone in particular, Mm -hmm. but just in the overall pull yourself up by your bootstraps spirituality that you can do this. And, you know, it just puts you against everything that has just left them with this empty feeling of how can you still believe in God or how can you still be a Christian or, Mm -hmm. oh, my goodness, how can you still be Adventist? And I think to myself— How do we engage them? And I think what you just said was that ongoing relationship. I think we often, too often, discount how much just being friends and being transparent and say, man, I don't have my stuff together just because I do stuff at church and I enjoy that and I go to church and I enjoy that. It's a choice that I make. And there'll be people that'll say, I can't believe you go to church. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, but it's, it's 
part of my journey. It's, yeah. it's just who I am. I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. And that seems to resonate. It's what usually brings back more questions. Right. It brings back like, really? I, I don't I don't see it. And it's like, well, you know, yeah. maybe you're, you know, maybe you don't have the same experience, but you know, tell me what, you know, tell me what's on your mind. Yeah. And that's sometimes an icebreaker of just, yeah, it's just who I am. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> I actually had this moment this last week. I was listening to a new song off the new Hillsong Young and Free album. And it was talking, it was basically a prayer about the, the lead singer who was singing about how their friends have all left the church and how that she prays that one day they'll come back to church. Yeah. Um, and that actually led me to actually text a lot of my close friends who have left the church. And I think basically what I had, I said to them, I said, hey, I know you know that I'm going to be a preacher and I know that we both lived very different lives, but I just want to let you know, like, I still love you just the same as I have always loved you. And like, I'm not better than you at all. Yeah. Just because I'm doing this. Man, that's awesome because that opens a door for more dialogue. That opens the door. That's putting yourself out there. Yeah. That takes a lot of inner strength and inner confidence or even just a lot of prayer to say, I can't say this on my own, God. You're going to have to help me. Right. But I, I love that because... A lot of times I think they wait for us to make that move as well to just say, hmm, well, I'm glad they're happy in their religion. Right. But what about us? Right. You know, do they even know we're still here? Or would they care if they did realize we were here? Right. And that's just a preemptive strike to say, yeah, this is this is who I am and this is what I'm going to be about. Yeah. But I'm also still about you guys. Yeah. That is awesome. I was going to ask you if there's one thing you wanted to leave everybody with from that message, but I'm going to stick with that because okay, yeah. that's about as good as it gets. Well, as always, we are quickly running out of time. And if we just think about that, putting ourselves out there, trusting the Holy Spirit, taking that leap of faith, say a little prayer and just approach someone maybe that you haven't talked to in a long time and just rekindle a social media conversation or a phone call or a text to get started, something easy. And then just open yourselves up. And before you speak, just ask God, hey, these are some people I'd love to reconnect with and let them know about what I think about you now versus maybe how they may have known me in the past or what they think they might know about me. So that is super awesome stuff. I love it. All right. Upcoming this week, a new series called Text Me. And this is the FHC Summer Series. We'll feature the voices of various FHC members. I have not read this until right now. I just copy and pasted it. So I am super excited because you know what that means? That means we are going to have more guests on the podcast, yes. hopefully. They are going to be sharing their favorite scripture and the impact it has had on their life. This week's speaker upcoming will be Evelyn Nielsen, and she will share her thoughts on John fourteen twenty seven. Fear is an unfortunate part of our lives. However, in the end, we don't have to be afraid because we will be with God. I already like the sounds of this. So I'm pretty sure you do not want to miss the message this week. And of course, don't miss next week on Wednesday. So that's going to do it for this week. Thanks, Connor, for coming in on July 3rd. Thank you and, so much. And yeah. hanging out. And Tom, as always. So do join us again for next Wednesday in episode 110. Thanks for listening and have a great week.